What's going on, everyone? And welcome to the Culture Icon Podcast, where each episode we connect with aspiring life enthusiasts who encourage empowerment by overcoming adversity, staying true to their values and beliefs, lead by example, and share life experiences while elevating the mindset of individuals or community. On this podcast, we dive deep into the lives of regular people who have goals, dreams, a vision, and a unique story that only so many people can relate to. These individuals are willing to share their story in hopes to inspire people who are going through similar circumstances or may need a little motivation to keep pushing towards a particular goal. We will discuss these individuals' different life experiences, journeys, thoughts, and beliefs that have led them to where they are at today. On this podcast, we tell no lies, no fake stories of glamour or struggles, just the lives we live. My name is Zach Dewberry, creator and host of the Culture Icon Podcast, and I want to thank you for, for tuning in to this episode. Welcome back to the Culture Icon Podcast. Today, I'm, we have the pleasure of speaking with the Midwest CMA 2019 New Artist of the Year, a representative of Golden Guitars and River Brothers Outfitters. He released his debut uh, EP last year in 2018, the Heartland EP, which you can find on Spotify. So Anderson Daniels, welcome to the Culture Icon Podcast. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. It's good to be here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm excited to have you on. I, I've been following uh, a lot of your a lot of your work and you know the the progress you've been making over the last couple of years. So. Was yeah. excited to have you on. So, um, for those who who don't know, you know much about you, or you know, or just new to your your music, if you just want to give them a little uh, little information about you know who you are and you know what you do, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, a little bit yeah, about for that. Sure. I mean, uh, some just a, I'm a country music uh, recording artist, independent, kind of just planning tours and. I'm recording music throughout the country right now. We base everything pretty much out of Nashville, Tennessee at the moment. And it's been a heck of a year for us, kind of just playing throughout the Midwest, getting on a lot of festivals and stuff this year, kind of spreading the network. And uh, we're looking to get back in the studio and start recording again. So I'm, I'm super pumped. Yeah, absolutely. So so when did you when did you get into, you know, the country music or, you know, was there a you know, were, was there a time where, you know, you picked up a guitar or, you know, you, you know, you, you, you're appreciating country music and you realized you had a voice or a, a passion for it. So, so when did uh, you realize, you know, country music was, was your thing? Yeah. I mean, for me, it was always like, I mean, country's kind of what, what I grew up on, um, you know, with my dad and brothers, we would always listen to it ride around in the car and stuff like that. And I think when it got to the point, where I started picking up the guitar more often, I was kind of self-taught. My brother um, learned to play, and he had taught me a few things that he had learned through self, you know, self-teaching him, and handed me down a few chords and everything. And uh, the guitar was something that I picked up and put down for a long time, and it it didn't really stick. And um, when I got into kind of later in high school and then into college, really was when I had a lot more free time on my hands, and that's kind of when I was. Uh, starting to figure out how to write songs and and do that whole nine yards of you know how do we how do i become an artist in terms of just you know not always just playing the guitar for a a hobby but how do you actually turn it into um kind of the development side of everything and and my brother was living in nashville at the time and uh, made a few trips down down there to see kind of where where everything really happens in country music and and that's kind of where I, I caught the bug and and kind of came back and just started at it from there yeah and that's awesome so um you know just going you know going back so you you went to well first of all where where did you go to school go to school and uh what did you go to school for yeah, so I went to um St. Cloud State in St. Cloud Minnesota and I graduated um a year and a half ago now with a business management degree kind of emphasizing in small business and everything. And, and it took me, you know, like I said, in college, I was playing quite a bit, um, kind of in, in my dorm room or whatever and writing songs and stuff. And then 
that kind of led to going to some open mics and, and leading from there. And then, you know, as I'm kind of on one side of things, studying school and, and studying small business and small business development and everything, I was kind of taking those notes and, and figuring out, okay, how do I run kind of what I'm doing on the music end um, through the industry? And, uh, and how do I portray everything I'm learning about small business into creating a platform for myself as a small business really in music. So, yeah. So you mentioned you, you, you did some open mic nights. So what was, what, what got you to finally, you know, take your, you know, the, the passion from, you know, just playing and learning and the, you know, with your brother and, and your dorm room to finally, you know, saying like, Hey, I want to, I want to put, go up on a stage. I want to, you know, see if I really have it. So like what got you to, you know, take that next step and, you know, get out of your comfort zone. For sure. Um, I think the main thing was always just like wanting, wanting more out of it, you know, um, wanting to push myself to the next level. And I, I knew that if, if it's something that I wanted to do and take serious, I knew, you know, you got to start finding those ways of, all right, well, how do I start doing shows? How do I start doing the entertainment side of it instead of, you know, the songwriting or just, you know, singing in a room, you know, singing in a living room at a house party or something like that was, was kind of my thing. It was like, how do I get out of that? And, like into you know doing shows and doing doing concerts and that's when it started for me was was going out to these open mic nights kind of in in the neighboring town of St. Joe up there near St. Cloud um, in Minnesota and I would go there every Tuesday night and just start to kind of hone in on my craft and that was probably a year's worth of time of just like every Tuesday night whether I really wanted to go or not I kind of forced myself to go and and get better at at reading a crowd, entertaining a crowd, and just getting in front of people in general. You never know who's, who's listening or who's going to give feedback or who's, you know, there's always um, always something you can learn from every show that I've done. I mean, still even to this day, now that we're playing, you know, a lot, obviously different shows, but there's still something that you can take away from each one. So that was just an important thing for me was, was getting on stage. And that's something that I love to do. I love to entertain. And I, I knew I was good at it. So it was kind of one of those things where, you know, you put in the work, you put in the practice to get better and better. Yeah. So when you were, you know, you know, playing with, you know, like you said, you're doing like, you know, house parties or planning your dorm or, you know, just even with your buddies was, was it something that you were like, Hey guys, like, I want to take this serious. I want to, you know, go get on, you know, go to these open mic nights. I want to take that next step. Like, did you did you tell people that like this is something you wanted to do or was it one of those things it's like uh you know you're kind of fear you have a, you're, you're afraid to almost tell people because if you fail no one knows but if you know if you, you know yeah i uh, i think for me it was always pretty apparent that it's something that i wanted to do you know i'm pretty ambitious when it comes to that type of stuff and and I've got a, a real drive and focus that I think is <clears throat> is apparent to a lot of my friends and, and family that were with me at those early stages. And I think just with their backing support, um, I think the, the biggest thing that I realized when I was at that point was that nobody's ever really going to hand you anything in, in this, you know, just kind of like anything in, in life that you really want to do. You have to take it upon yourself to kind of put your first step forward and kind of take initiative with everything right so that's kind of what it was for me was you know if this is something that I really wanted to do um you know we're I, I gotta put put all my effort into it and go outside my comfort zone and and start doing something for real and, and kind of taking it serious so that's where that's where that kind of all started for me and I think even a lot of those things that you know that that state of mind or that um mentality has really kind of stuck with me through the years yeah, absolutely. So, you know, after you, you know, you, you start going to these open mic nights, did you, did you get some support from friends? Like, like, Hey, we want to come out and, you know, see you play. We want to, you know, be there for you. Or is it just like, uh, or, or even like people in the crowd where they're like regulars there that were, you know, showing a lot of support and, you know, wanting you to keep coming back. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think that, um, I think being a country artist too, you know, coming through there and doing something a little bit different. It was a, it was a coffee shop was uh, called the local blend up in St. Joe. Um, and is they I mean, they get, you know, a wide array of talent there and 
kind of what I was doing wasn't really what anybody else was doing there. So I think it was refreshing for them to come in and see, you know, somebody doing something a little bit different. You hear, you know, the opinions of people that have been doing it. A lot of the other people that were playing at the time, you know, give you some advice and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I mean, people would people would love to come out and support and stuff. And especially when I, you know, first bit, booked my own, you know, gig and everything. And the first time I actually got paid to play or whatever is, uh, you know, a, a great supporting cast came out to watch me play and, and even still to this day we've you know been able to do some really cool shows in in minnesota here and and have had just an amazing outpour of people come out and support what i'm doing yeah so how many like roughly about how many shows did you you know even like i mean like free shows did you do before you finally got your first you know paid gig and like you know for things to finally that you were like wow this is this hard work is finally starting to pay off yeah man I, it was probably at least a couple months of doing the open mic thing to where you know I was really hoping I was really hoping that somebody would come up and be like hey man you know we love what you're doing we'd love you to come out and play at this place or that you know where wherever it was and I knew that wasn't really going to be the case after a while and I was like you know what I just got to ask somebody if I can come in and play, you know, somewhere that has live music to let me come in and play, you know, in their rotation or whatever. And, and I did. And, and the first time, you know, that paid off, I was like, all right, well, maybe I can actually do something here. And, and then that's just when it started to get to the point of, you know, cutting your teeth and figuring out how to keep developing as, you know, as you take those next steps. Yeah. So then, you know, once you, you know, was, was there a difference between, you know, going up, at open mic versus your first, you know, paid show, like were the butterflies there was the, or the nerves there, or was it, were there two completely different feelings? Um, I mean, there's a little bit more pressure and everything. I think the, the main thing was like, you know, I, I knew that this was something that I wanted to do like continuously. So I'm like, all right, you know, this is the first time, I guess, in terms of like climbing the mountain, you know, you're looking at, this is the first time I'm going to step foot on this mountain, like, and it's you know you got to start climbing it from there so it was like how am I going to start off and uh and I, I mean I, it went pretty well and everything you know obviously if I'm looking back now at what we're doing now I'll probably look at it and be like oh man what was I doing but uh it was uh I think the pressure comes from you being the decision maker and everything and how, how you're going to put your own show on and stuff so um you know, at, at open mic, you, you get your kind of 15 minutes of fame where you go up and play three songs or whatever. And, and at your own show, you know, you're creating a, a much longer set list and, and figuring out, you know, what the people are going to want to hear, you know, based on where you're playing and, and just kind of the whole aspect of what, what you, what goes into putting on a good show, you know, is, is kind of where I started learning all that. Yeah, absolutely. So, so then you, you know, you, you're, you're, you're progressing, you know, things are moving along um were things moving faster than you you thought or you were you just kind of happy with like you said you're you're climbing a mountain and obviously when you're when you're at the base of a mountain you look you look up to the top but you don't really look at the first couple steps right so you so you so you take those first few steps you you know you got open mic and you get your you start doing some paid shows so then when did it click that you were like I want to put together an, an EP. Like I want to put together a collection of my music and, you know, to put out to the world, you know, to show, to showcase my abilities. Yeah. So that was kind of coming at the same time as, as some of these shows and stuff, just because, you know, uh, I've always been the kind of person to kind of put the carriage in front of the horse and figure out the rest of it later. You know, like uh, I've always yeah, been the one to, to, you know, go outside your box and then learn, you know, learn with with the hands-on you know experience you're about to have so it, it started to get to that point and I was fortunate enough to to be talking with some producers down in Nashville and and we kind of um <clears throat> you know bit the hook on on going down there and, and doing the EP and I think it was I mean this was a, a little while after some of the shows you know as I had been continuing to songwrite and and doing some shows and stuff like that it was um it was a time where I had a collection of songs together and, you know, I had a publisher down in Nashville really like them and want to, you know, want to get some of them recorded. And that's what kind of led to going down into that recording process. And, and then again, learning hands on how to release a record, how to, how to go down there and prepare a record and how to release it. And, 
you know, now that we've got the, I've got the first one under the belt, um, I'm excited to get back in the studio and start to kind of start the whole process over so I can go out there and, and put everything that I learned from the last one into the next one. Yeah, absolutely. So then, um, so, you know, when you, you know, you got people, you know, you know, you, you obviously need help to do these things. It's like, you can't just do it all on your own. Were there people that you had in mind that you were like, I need to contact this person or these people, or were, were people contacting you saying like, you know, trying to get you down to Nashville to, to record, or was it just like, you're just finding any way to, to, you know, take that next step up the mountain? Yeah, man, it, it started out as, I mean, I was, I think I was sitting in the school library one day and I had a couple demos recorded of some stuff that I was doing. I was like, man, how do I get this to, you know, to people in, in Nashville and stuff? Cause I had been down there a few times and I knew that's where the industry side of everything was. That's where the business side of everything was. It's like, how do I get some of this stuff in front of those people? And I must've sent out like 50 or 60 emails or something like that to anyone that I could find. And, uh, and I had a few people hit me back. So that was kind of where I was like, okay, well, you know, you, you take a chance on some of this stuff and sometimes it works out if, if the timing's right. And that's, that's how it was on, on my first record and uh, signed a publishing deal. And then we went down and recorded these songs. Yes. So then how long, about how long did it take for you to, you know, record the whole, the whole EP? Cause, cause like you said, you, you know, you, you have these like your songwriting, you have these, you know, you have ideas of what you want to do, but you know, once you get in the studio and like, I'm sure not, you know, people may or may not know, but you know, studio time, you know, that costs, that costs money. So, you know, what was that process? Like how long, how long did it take you to, you know, from start to finish when you got down there to, to knock this out? Yeah, so that was, um, I mean, that's an eye-opening thing to do it for the first time. And a lot of people that don't really know what goes into kind of the recording process is that we, I'm, our, my first day in the studio down in Nashville, I believe was sometime at the end of July in 2017. And then, so we, we cut the songs with a, with a full band live recording. You know, we used session players down in Nashville and, um, we cut the songs, five songs live in the studio that one day. And then we started doing vocal tracks on uh, the next day at a separate studio. And then that's, I started getting sick when we were down there recording for the first time. And so I was like, man, you know, I would, I, I gotta, you know, I gotta get better and I gotta come back down. Cause I'm not going to let myself sound like this on my first ever record. So I uh, took some time off. I got better. And then we went back down to record vocals, I believe, in October of 17. And then uh, kind of what what happens is you take some time off at, time off after you have the, the vocals and the, and the tracks done. And you kind of feel like you come back to it a few weeks later and you say, you know, is this really the sound that we want? Or is this is this, you know, what we thought it was the first time we heard it? And if it is great, then you send it off and you get it mastered. But if it's not, you start to um, kind of remix it and everything. And, and that's what the, the process was for us a little bit was uh, starting to do the mixing and mastering. And of course, that's right around the holiday times when when things get a little busy for for everybody that's working on the record. And uh, so I want to say that I ended up getting the, the masters back in like February of 18. And then setting it all up for distribution kind of takes another another couple months. So we I prepared that separately, and and then we fi- I finally got to release the record in uh, May of 2018. Awesome. So then was when you you know you mentioned you got sick, and and obviously you know this is you know it's a it's a process. Like you can't just knock it out in one day. Was it uh were there ever points during you know throughout that time where you were maybe doubting yourself or, you know, just frustrated with where things were, you know, even with maybe with yourself or the direction of things were going or, or cause I, I assume it wasn't just, you know, perfect and, you know, all the glitz and glamor. It's like, there's, you know, struggles that go through. It's like, how did you get through all of, all of that kind of stuff? For sure. I mean, I think being my first time doing it was probably a little bit of a, you know, a good thing to where I was like, you know, I, I didn't know exactly what to expect. Right. So I was kind of like 
just happy to be doing the process in the first place. And I knew because I had never put any like uh, studio projects out before. I'd never put out anything, you know, stuff that I was posting was kind of like acoustic or um, stuff that I recorded on video or whatever it was. And um, this was the first like studio project that I was going to release. So I was like, all right, you know, good things take time. And, and when I wasn't able to go back at it and do the vocals right away and everything, and it was going to take a lengthy process. I mean, it, it definitely got frustrating, but I think more than anything, I was excited to finally have, you know, a, re a recording project to have out and kind of put my staple of my name on it and, and what I'm doing as an artist out. Um, so I think that was a huge driving force to, to kind of work my ass off to get that done and be patient with the process. And, and like I said, just learning a lot about how the whole process goes now kind of helps to, to prep for this next time. Yeah. So then, you know, you get the, you get the EP done and, and finalized and you put it out there. Uh, what was that kind of, what was that feeling like, you know, just, just knowing the, the sense of, you know, the accomplishment that you just, you just had. Man, it was awesome. We, uh, I was fortunate enough to debut that uh, the Heartland EP was inside the top 20 on the iTunes country charts. And I, I think I peaked at like 18 or something like that. But I mean, for, for some kid out of, out of, you know, Champlain, Minnesota to, to get on there and, and, you know, to have, to be around, I think my record was sandwiched between like a Luke Bryan record and a Zach Brown record or something like that. Just to kind of see that. And the, the support that I got coming off of it was, was super cool. And I think that's, that's really when I started to feel like, okay, you know, I can, I can kind of build this recording artist thing and, and, and build this, uh, you know, the, the fan base and the touring and everything kind of around what I was doing um, off of that record. So it's kind of been the footprint of, of what I'm doing with my career. And, and I was super happy about that. And I mean, reaction was fantastic right away. And it was a great summer that summer and everything that, you know, has gone on in the last, I would say kind of obviously since the record came out, May of 2018 has been, been based on, on those songs on that record. And it's been fantastic. Yeah. So you, so you mentioned you, you know, you, you know, you're, you're on the iTunes, you know, top 20 list. And I'm sure people are, you know, are seeing that and they're like, you know, like, Hey man, you're, you're next to this person. You're next to this person. Like, was it like, what was going through your head? Was it just like, you guys were only getting started or were you almost just like, was there like a shock that you were like, wow, like I, I was able to do that. I mean, obviously with help, but what was the, the feeling like when you see, you know, you're up with, you're up there with, you know, some of the top people in the, in the, in the country music business? Yeah, I think it was a little bit of both, right? It was like, for me, I've always kind of taken things, um, you know, a sliver at a time and kind of been like, you know, this, this success is great, but look, you know, here's what I'm trying to do, you know, eventually long-term. And, and so like, I feel like everything that I get, it's, uh, it's sometimes tough to process in terms of success because you, there's always so much more out there and so much more work to do from that point on. And I think that when, when that happened, it was kind of cool to be like, man, like, like, look at what we, you know, look at what I did here. And now, you know, at the same time, it's kind of like going to the next step and being like, all right, well, what's, you know, what's next. I think that's been the, the mantra of what I've been doing um, from the beginning is like what's next you know is is kind of what I've always the question that I've always kept in, in the back of my head yeah and that's and that's a you know a good place to be because obviously you don't want to get you know get too high or you know you know get too full of yourself because it's like you know this is only the first time you're doing it so um, so once you you know you release that are you already thinking towards like what we're doing next or is it just like, let's just, let's ride this, ride this out for a little bit, you know, you know, let's keep promoting this or are you already, or at, at the time where you're already thinking about the next step? Um, I think that months of releasing the project was, uh, you know, let's soak this in, try and get as much as, as I can out of it. And I think I'm still, you know, I'm still trying to do that because as old as the music might be to me, I mean, I wrote, you know, I wrote Heartland I don't know, four or five, nah, not, not five, but like probably three or four years ago now. And I mean, it's been out for a year and a half on, on uh, Spotify, Apple music, the whole nine yards, but 
little bit older to me, right? But I know it's new to somebody out there. So that's been the big thing. And like, as an independent artist, especially, you know, without the huge team in Nashville pushing you, it's, it's about how do we get this music out to people? And at the same time, it's kind of like, okay, now to the people that are following us or are, are following me and, and are kind of getting behind what I'm doing. How do I keep them satisfied with getting them some new music as well? So it's, it's been, it's been a little bit of both right now. So it's, um, you know, I, I just, I've been fortunate enough to know that, you know, Heartland has been connecting with people and, and it's such a good feeling to know that that's, that's the stepping stone of my career to get me started is, is that song. And I, I hang my hat on that song more than anything, just to know that it's connecting with people and people that I really wrote it for at the same time, you know? Yeah. So like when you ever, are there ever days where, you know, you're like maybe lacking motivation or you're just like, uh, just today's maybe take a day off. Do you ever just like sit back and, and listen to, to some of those songs to, to see, you know, how far you've come and, and what's still left, to, what, what you still have left in the tank? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, for me a big, like it, it, you have to, do, you really have to find that time to be like, okay, you know, I've been working my ass off. We got to take, I got to take a day off here and just kind of figure out, you know, just relax a little bit so then you come back to that creative space or that you know that space where you're say I'm doing booking or you know whatever it is you got to come back and, and get some get a refresher going a little bit so for me it's, it's during hunting season like it is now is to get out and, and do some relaxing and stuff like that you know waking up early and getting out in the woods for a few hours is definitely some something that clears my head so um, doing that and, and yeah I mean looking back on on you know just the I, I try and not look in the rear view mirror too much just because I don't want to get too content with where, where I'm at now. I'm always looking, you know, out the windshield and, and keeping that rear view mirror small and um but definitely appreciating the fact that, you know you know, we're I'm obviously seeing the results and I'm seeing the the um the connection with people on, on what I'm doing and, and that's all part of building the career, you know. Yeah, and that's that's awesome. So she so kinda of mentioned it's and you know for Minnesota it's, it's hunting season so you know when you can you know just take a day or some time away from you know just like you know like I said if you need a day off or you know like what are some of your what are some of your hobbies like what do you what do you do in your free time when when music's not consuming your life yeah that's uh I mean <laughs> that's the funny thing is it's like Matt I mean especially just being um somebody that's i mean technically kind of running my own running my own business i guess with the whole music thing it's like that kind of starts to consume your whole thought process and your whole um direction is what you're doing in, in life in general so it's it's been um it's been kind of a figuring out how to balance that and i would say i mean hunting and, and fishing is is two things that i really enjoy doing as well and have a passion for and like I said, clears my head and everything. And uh, just, I mean, you know, getting to watch a sports game or something like that. I just got done watching the Vikings play. And, and that's, you know, a few hours of, on a Sunday where, you know, I'm not doing anything other than, than watching and reading on my hometown team. So that's kind of where I, I find that balance at. Yeah. And especially, you know, this this game they just had. I'm, I, I was watching the first half and I was like, okay, I'm turning this off. And, <laughs> The next thing you know, it's next thing you know, I'm on the edge of my edge of my couch, you know, yelling and screaming. So uh, right. does that, does that kind of just like make you feel like a regular person again? <laughs> uh, it does, man. And like, just like, I mean, you know, connecting with people on that level too, right. It's like one of the lines in Heartland is, uh, you know, we cheer for the home team, the, the colors you wear, the colors you bleed. And it's like, you, you look across the country at, at all these small towns or even, you know, it doesn't even have to be that small of a town. You look at somewhere like, like St. Louis, Missouri, in comparison to, to Minneapolis, Minnesota, like they're, you know, similar type towns and stuff. It's just, you know, the bigger differences is they root for different colored sports teams than we do, you know, like it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy when you, when you really break things down and, and you see how similar people can be across the country, whether you're living in, 
uh, in Fargo, North Dakota, or, you know, Knoxville, Tennessee, there's, there's a lot of similarities between, you know, small map dot towns and, and smaller communities all around the country. And, and it does, like you said, make you feel like a regular person. And that's who I want to represent because that's kind of what, how I grew up. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you're, you know, you're playing now you're to the point where, you know, you're playing shows and, you know, different cities and like you, you kind of mentioned, you know, like you're, you're booking, booking your shows. So, you know, what's it been like to go to, you know, these different cities and, and if you could list off some cities that you've played in, you know, other than just, you know, open mic in, in St. Joe and, you know, like where, where is this, you know, where is this, uh, you know, country music, where has it taken you so far? Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, it's crazy, right. To think that, that this, you know, this six string guitar and a couple of songs that I wrote in my college apartment room or whatever, you know, has been able to take me to States that I hadn't been to or places that I haven't been to before. I mean, we've been out to California twice this year, um, Denver, Colorado, um, Arizona. Um, we just got back from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I grew up, you know, in Minnesota. And it's like I've never been to Milwaukee, Wisconsin before. So it's like just getting to go see these places and and all because of music is is one of the most I think rewarding pieces of of all the hard work put in and and everything like that. It's I mean it's it's super cool to me and and it's a huge driving force to keep me working hard too. You know I love to travel and and you know meet new people and be put in different environments and if music you know if i can get that bliss of playing music at the same time and doing that that's uh that's super cool to me that's where it all comes together yeah absolutely so when you when you go out to these different cities do you do you ever like you know take a few hours or you know or maybe an extra day or so to just like kind of soak in that city instead of just like instead of just going to the city just like check into your hotel, go play a show and, and then leave. Do you try to like embrace the culture of the city and like, you know, try to just learn more. So, so you can take things out of that to maybe add into music or even just expand your horizons. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, yeah, that's kind of like you said, like, like I've, I'm always learning, right. So it's like, it's cool to put myself in those positions to learn a little bit more about, you know, where you're at and whatnot. And, and the differences between, you know, different parts of the country. And, um, yeah, we, I mean, a lot of times we're in a rush, you know, you're late to a, to a show and you still got to check into the hotel or whatever. And, and you try and make it all work at the venue with, with sound check times and everything and load ins. But, but definitely, you know, when we have some extra time in, you know, like we were in, we did a two night sh- uh, run in Chicago, um, a few months back and it was just nice to have one whole day right there in the middle to kind of go, you know, see Millennium Park and, and do the river walk and everything and just kind of get to enjoy the space as much as you're um, enjoying being in that town to, to see the show. We were out in, uh, I was out in Napa Valley doing a show earlier this year and, and I got to spend a, a few days out there and it was just, I mean, that was again, somewhere that I had never been before and just kind of like, you know, meet some new people out there and, and soak in that culture was another, you know, just another cool piece and and again it's it's you sit there and you kind of realize damn man you know i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for for you know some song i wrote a couple years ago or you know this guitar or whatever and it's 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 definitely a a humbling and cool experience yeah so so you know you mentioned you know back earlier that you know you you go to school for you know for business and you know you're you're at school with you know some of your best friends and you know all you guys are you know, you might have guys who want to go into accounting or finance or the medical field, whatever it may be. And then you graduate school and you see your friends are working Monday to Friday, 40 hours. And, you know, your, your week is, you know, you're utilizing whatever time that you have. It's not wake up and go to work at eight and you're done at five. Like you're playing shows on the weekends at night. You're, you're booking your own shows, you're, you're doing all these different things. So what has that been like, you know, knowing that like it's Friday night and your buddies want to get out, you know, get together to have a, have a couple beers, but you know, you're in Milwaukee or wherever it may be, you know, getting ready for a show. So how is yeah. that, you know, what's that kind of been like for you? 
for sure yeah i'm glad you asked this question because like a lot you know a lot of people will be like oh man you know you're so lucky that you're (laughs) you're uh you know a full-time musician or whatever and you don't have to you know you get to sleep in tomorrow on monday morning stuff like that it's like i mean you know if i'm not if i'm not working for me no one's working for me you know so it's like you got to put in the time and the effort and for yourself to to build your career and you know um the the thing is is you know we're on the road thursday to sunday or whatever it is and then you know monday tuesday wednesday i got the laptop open and you know working on marketing or working on you know emailing people and and doing the whole nine yards the same way i'm just structuring it all kind of based on my own schedule but it's yeah like you said it's it's tough you know being on an opposite schedule as a lot of your friends and and loved ones and being at that point where they're getting off work when you're about to go start you know doing it is is a big uh is a a tough thing tough pill to swallow sometimes you know it's it's nice to have a a friday or saturday night off every now and then and and kind of go out and like you said be a normal person um but you know it's um I've been fortunate enough to, to really find great people and great guys in my band to take on the road and, and that we all have a good, you know, doing what we're doing. And, and, you know, my girlfriend has always been passionate about, you know, me chasing this thing down and, and has always been there for me and same thing with my family and, and friends. And so they all understand and, and just, you know, I'll get you, get you back one day type of thing, you know? Yeah. So, you know, when you do get the occasional, weekend off and you know you go you know go out to a bar with some buddies or you know if you have dinner with your family or your girlfriend do you do you ever like try to go to a venue where there might be live music or are you just like I don't want to hear any music I just want to <laughs> I just want to enjoy the conversation and the the quality time with this with this person or these people yeah I would say it's it's a little bit of um a little bit of both. I mean, like, I, I definitely enjoy, like, I still learn a lot um, from seeing other people perform. I still learn, you know, how are, how are they structuring their set list or how do they handle, you know, these type of situations on stage. And I, I love doing that. I will always do that, you know, at every show that I see. And I still support, you know, a lot of my musician friends in, in the industry. I just had a, a Wednesday night off last week and, you know, I had a, a friend of mine that has a band playing a show um and i was like man i'm i'm gonna make it because i know how important it is you know for them to bring people out and everything and and i would want the same thing in return you know when when i'm calling on folks to come out to shows so i've made a a point to get there and and bring a few people with and and do that but you know i'm i'm simple you know i I enjoy performing in front of huge crowds and not a, a huge crowd guy myself when it comes to to going out on a on a weekend night or whatever so I'm, I'm totally fine with just sitting on a bar stool and drinking some beers with some buddies so that's what i like to do when when we get a night off yeah i mean and who, who doesn't so so you know you you mentioned you you just got back from milwaukee and uh you know to perform a show and so what's up what's up next for you know maybe the next couple of weeks or even the the rest of the year for you yeah, so I mean, with the holidays coming up, we're gonna take some time uh, off a little bit. We'll have a few shows in the Minneapolis area um, right after Thanksgiving. I think the next uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving, we'll be in um, Maple Grove, Minnesota, for a full band show, and then uh, Mystic Lake Casino the weekend after. And after that, we are um, we're gonna start out on a on a new tour i got coming out that's going to be titled the heartland tour and we're going to hit some uh some surrounding states in the midwest and actually um by the uh the end of january we'll be all the way out in wyoming uh laramie wyoming for a show out there and and there's a few other dates i can't quite announce yet but we're looking kind of announcing the whole thing here in the hopefully the next couple weeks yeah absolutely so you know you mentioned uh you know you got some shows and in Minneapolis lined up um what was it like when you you when you performed your first show in Minneapolis like the support and you know even the you know your friends coming out and whatnot so what what was that like was there did you feel like extra pressure or was it just like you just treat it like another show so the like do um a big show in minneapolis was um i got a supporting slot for 
um, a, a group, a duo called Love and Theft, and they had, you know, a lot of radio success and everything, and they're still, you know, killing it as, as a group, but they had this, they had a, um, they had a big song on the radio at the time, and, and they were, you know, coming to town, and I got the, the direct support slot for their and I was like, man, this is, uh, you know, so it, it was a lot of pressure, not only just being, you know, a, a big kind of my first ticketed venue in Minneapolis, but it was a lot of pressure because a lot of their fans were going to be out too. So it's kind of like you're getting in front of a whole new crowd with also calling on your own crowd. So it was a little bit of both, but I mean, it, it came together so well and it was so much fun to be up there. And, and that's really when I caught the bug of, of, all right, you know, this is, this is going to this is going to work out fine if I continue to, you know, get better and better and, and kind of work at it. That was the first time I had realized like, man, like this is a, this is a good high to yeah. chase. And that's what so I'm going to do. You know, you mentioned Nashville as well. Like what was it like, you know, to perform out there? Cause I was out there, you know, about a month or two ago and, you know, just, just hopping around from bar to bar, you see, you know, all these amazing talents and, you know, people from, all over the country or even the world who are, you know, trying to, to find their, you know, you know, trying to, you know, make it and, you know, take those next steps. So, so what was it like when you, when you got down there and you, you know, realized like, like, wow, like this is Nashville. Like, yeah, for sure. It was like, um, I mean, it's, that's what people say all the time, you know, it's like, that's music city and everybody goes there to, to do to do what you're trying to excuse me do as well and it's like i think for me it was it was like a quick second of being overwhelmed but i'm you know being there for one of the first couple times i was down there somebody had told me they're like you know as an artist just put the blinders on and don't worry about what other people are doing you know focus on yourself and and focus on what you're doing and that way you know you just you keep that mentality of of focusing in, in, on, on building what you have that's different than other people and, you know, not trying to copy anybody or get discouraged by what, you know, some success that other people are having. And I think for me, it was like a, a motivational thing to a be surrounded by so much talent and to like figure out, okay, well, like, how do I, you know, get better and, and become, you know, some of the top tier talent here. And that's when it kind of like hit for me to like, you know, find my own lane, find my own direction and, and run with it. So it's, I mean, it's definitely overwhelming and there's a ton of talent in Nashville and it's, it's a great city to be in. And, and I love, you know, being there and, and playing there, but it's, it's one of those things where as an artist, and if you really want to do it serious, you have to figure out your own thing and put your, you know, put your yeah. boots in the dirt. on. So I want to talk about a little bit about your, uh, you know, the huge honor you, you received, you, you were named the, Midwest CMA you know, 2019 new artist of the year. So what was that like, you know, was that something you were really pushing for or was, or was it something that, you know, someone mentioned to you and then you were like, wow, like this is a realistic possibility or, um, you know, just a, an honor to be in the conversation. So what, what was that process like? Yeah. So that was, that was fantastic. I mean, that's been such a, a, a cool thing, you know, being this entire year really has been, you know, I'm, I'm able to go out and, you know, tell people about this award that I won and everything. And, and it starts out as uh, there's a nomination process for, um, you know, artists in the Midwest and um, you, you know, it was all fan voted to start to nominate you. And then the board of the Midwest country music association takes, you know, their categories that they have and they, um, they, you know, discuss who, you know, out of those people that have been nominated, who's kind of the most um, kind of, I think it was top five um, were um, in the position to be nominated at the award show. So I was nominated at the award show um, for new artists of the year, got the invite to the award show and everything. And um, then after that, it's all, it's all, voted on by um, folks in the Midwest Country Music Association. So it's all peer nominated and uh, or peer voted on. And so like to have my peers kind of in the music industry um, kind of notice what I was doing and kind of give that recognition to that. I was, you know, doing something right. And I was kind of building something successful over the last year was super cool. And, and I mean, I was nervous going into it and there's some great competition out there and everything, you know, great people that, that were definitely worthy of the award just as much as I was. And 
to have my name called was something super cool. And, and now I can hang that hat on or can hang my hat on that, you know, for forever going forward that that was me. And we're uh, the, the nomination process is out there right now. Um, I think we just, I think they just finished up nominations for next year. And uh, in February, hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, I'll be fortunate enough to be back at the award show and, and have a few nominations for, for some of the other categories yeah. as well. So you received some pretty cool, uh, you know, people reaching out to you. I mean, obviously, like you said, you've had very good support from, you know, family and friends, but did even people, you know, at a similar level than you, did you get some, some pretty cool, you know, pretty good support from people? Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, just being reached out to and, and kind of being brought up and put in that category of, you know, take this, you know, this guy that's been doing this for a little bit amount of time, but he's making some big waves and kind of put him in, in the next, uh, I guess, tier, if you want, of, of talent. And that's kind of what it was for me. And it's definitely helped that, you know, going out to shows and, and some folks that have never heard of me before, um, you know, you, you tell them kind of about this, this award that I won and, and ears perk up a bit, you know, and it's, it's a good thing to, to have in, in the, uh, in the back pocket when I'm out at shows and, and kind of just a good thing to have on the resume overall, yeah, you know? Absolutely. So, so you mentioned you got, you know, some, you got, you know, shows lined up, you know, for the rest of the year and, you know, the tour that's going to, you know, kick off, you know, at the beginning of next year. So um, other than that, what else is in, in the books or in, in the works, you know, as far as, you know, can people expect, you know, like new music or more announcements to come? Yeah, they can expect some more announcements to come. Not quite everything's in line yet, but my plan is to get in the studio here in the next uh, in the next month or so and start that whole process over of recording and kind of realistically, I guess, if I had to put a, a timetable out, I would say for sure by next summer, if not kind of beforehand, a little bit going into like the April, May area. I don't know for sure, yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of where we're hoping, yeah. hoping to, <laughs> where the cards fall. So um, definitely, you know, definitely have been writing, writing my ass off and, and, uh, you know, getting some really quality songs with some, some great writers and great friends of mine and ready to, to get back in the studio and start getting some, some of this stuff out to people, you know, and, and keeping the, keeping the wheels rolling in terms of, of people, you know, I mean, they've been asking for new music for a long time and, and that's definitely something that, that I've wanted to get, but I want to do it the right way. So taking the time and, and, uh, and figuring that whole process out, but it is coming. That's for yeah. sure. So do you have some, some impatient fans, you know, I mean, it's obviously good to have fans, but <laughs> if they're, if they're asking for new music, then they, they obviously appreciate the, the music that you have out now. So they, you have people who are, you know, exactly. sending you messages like, Hey, what's, what's next? I, I want more. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that's, I mean, like you said, that's a great thing to have, you know, I'd rather have that than, than the opposite but that's I mean that's a big point of you know why I direct people to the, the socials and uh, drop some sneak peeks of some songs that, that we've been writing and stuff like that and keep it fresh with people on on all the social medias and and uh, that's really the best way that people are able to keep up with what I'm doing and kind of go behind the scenes and into what it what it's been like to to follow along the process and everything like that so yeah well, we'll definitely I'll make sure to add all your you know, your, you know, the social media links and anything else that can, you know, direct people to, to listen to any of your music or even just to, you know, learn more about you because I'm sure, uh, you know, obviously you're, you got, you have your, your longtime fans, but as you go to different cities, you're, you're meeting new fans. So is that, is that something you're, you're trying to do is trying to reach out to more people and like, not necessarily tailor your music to get more fans, but are there strategies and whatnot to, you know, try to get new people to, to listen to the music and, you know, listen to the brand and whatnot? Yeah, for sure. That, I mean, that's, you know, the whole process of, of traveling and doing these tour dates is, is, I mean, that's the main goal is just to, you know, reach the audiences that I haven't reached before. And I mean, in, in terms of, you know, the, the creative process and writing the music specifically for a fan base, I don't know if it's, you know, necessarily that so much as it is just like me building on my brand and building on what 
you know, I came off the first record doing and, and what kind of music I like doing and, and what I think is, is a great song and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm definitely a fan of a lot of different kinds of music and, and lots of different kinds of country music, even, you know, being subgenres and stuff like that. Nowadays, I've, I've listened to country music across the board, but um, it's kind of about pushing my elbows out and creating, you know, my own space at the lunch table. And that's that's what I've been doing with, with the creative process. And, and yeah, the touring side of things is, I mean, trying to get out in front of as many people as I can, you know, with, with being an independent artist is is that's where you really got to, you know, grind your teeth and, and make it a, a point to have people pay attention to what you're doing if, if you want to make it and continue, you know, playing music full time and stuff like that. That's that's been that's the main goal, you know, without a, a big team in, in Nashville or jumping on, you know, a national tour touring act that, you know, has songs all over the radio and everything like that. It's it's uh it's about doing it yourself. So that's where uh that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, that's awesome. So I want to ask you too one last a couple more questions like um and I, I mentioned it a little bit in the intro, but you're you know, you have a couple uh sponsors or, you know, brands that you're working with, um, you know, Golden Guitars and then River Brother River Brother Outfitters, correct? That's it. Yep. yep. So, yes, sir. so what is what was it like to you know to to partner with them and um to you know to get somebody you know a company and a brand to even you know to appreciate what what you're doing like so what what's your partnership been like with those two yeah it's been i mean that's fantastic you know that that like people want to join what you're doing and and i kind of learned early on here and i'm still learning as you know as i continue to grow is that you can only go so far on your own and that building a strong team and really the right people on that team is important to continue to grow and to continue to see that success. So I've had, you know, very fortunate enough to have, you know, coding guitars jump behind me and, and keep us strumming great products on stage. And then river brothers outfitters for keeping me looking good on stage with, uh, with their products. And those are some guys that I, you know, have known for a long time and, and I want to help them, you know, grow just as much as they want to help me grow. So it's, uh, it's it's been fantastic and like you said to have people jump behind what you're doing makes you feel all the better about you know what what i am doing as a as an artist so it's it's been fantastic and and i can't wait to to continue to see those partnerships grow and and uh and get after it for you know for people that are getting behind me to to kind of do the same thing with them and, and their company that they're building is is fantastic yeah and was it uh, you know something that you, you guys had ta- you know talked quite a bit you know to to build that relationship like like it wasn't one of those things where it's like the first person who reached out to you you're like all right i'm taking that just because you know they might be willing to write a check or to provide you products or you know, to help you promote yourself? Was there like a, a trust or, you know, was there something that clicked when you, when they, when you guys all got together that you were like, okay, this will be a perfect partnership? Yeah, I think with, um, I mean, it's, it's just stuff that you kind of learn in business, right? And, and even, you know, people in sales know that, you know, it's, sometimes it's not about throwing a connection out there right away and having a hit. It's about building a relationship before you really get anywhere. And uh, I think especially with, with Rep River Brothers and, and Devin over there with River Brothers, I mean, me and him have, have you know, been good buddies now for a while. And, and uh, you know, I've gone out hunting with those guys plenty of times. And it's just about building that, that relationship of both being be kind of Midwest brands and, and wanting to, you know, keep that growing and, and keep those values are kind of the same on that base. And, uh, and it's been, yeah, like I said, it's just been a great – great partnership and and we're both kind of rooting for each other and and cheering each other on and and sharing advice and stuff like that when it comes to the business side of things i guess i would say yeah and that's that's important to uh i mean the fact that you can like you just said like you got you can go hunting with those guys you can you know you know you have that relationship where it's like it's it's easy to to have that partnership where it's like it's not even like it's a sponsor to you it's like they're your friends they're they're family to you um was exactly, there yeah is there was like um like when you were were you ever you know talking with other brands and, and i don't mean to like you know say anything negative but it's 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 part of the business was but was there any you know other brands who were like hey like we really want you we really want you but we need you to do this this and this like almost to they wanted you to change your approach or was it just like just you felt so comfortable with these guys that it was just like i need 
like this is it's almost like a match made in heaven yeah i mean i wouldn't say that there's anything that like i have been that's run across my table where i've been like you know like like no way you know it's just that this was this is a good fit just in terms of us being good buddies and and like i said just kind of both having those values and stuff and and you know they throw me some some headgear and i wear it out on every stage now and that's just kind of out of me being a respect to what they're doing and trying to get their name out there just as much as you know they throw me on all their all their socials and stuff and take me on hunting and we grab content you know that's that's just a shared relationship and um you know i won't pull the curtain too far back behind some of the the other sponsorships that are you know coming down the pike and stuff like that and or in the future saying that you know we're only looked into doing this or that but um you know it's it's just about finding the right team to build what i'm doing and, and i think that you know river brothers and goading guitars have have both been you know great people to work with so far yeah absolutely sorry i appreciate you sharing that because i I think a lot of people now, I mean, you can go all over social media, you know, whether it's music or, you know, fitness or whatever it may be, you know, sports, you know, a lot of people now just want, you know, they just want to say they're sponsored by this person or Mm -hmm. they have this, have that. And I, so I I think it's important that you, you know, you, you truly, you make sure you line up those, like you said as well, you know, those values and, beliefs so it's it's a a true match so uh yeah definitely i think i think just yeah like sorry to interrupt you for a second but i was just gonna say just cheering each other on type of thing you know i want those companies to do you know i want those companies to do well uh, excuse me do as well as as they want me to do well so it's um you know yeah like you were saying i you know i see it on social media a lot you know people are doing the influencer thing and and looking to kind of grab whatever sponsorship they can and stuff like that. And and for me, it's much more of a, you know, a, a value thing and a, a, you know, who's bringing to the table what, you know, you can get behind and really would like to push and stuff like that. And and that's what, uh, that's what, I, I don't know. That's just the, the viewpoint that I have on, on the situation. And I'm glad to have the, the folks behind us that we do. Yeah. And that's, and that's a big reason why I reached out to you to, to do this. And I, I really appreciate you, you know, taking this much time to share your experiences and your journeys because I've, you know, we weren't, you know, best friends or anything like that in high school, but I mean, we, it was a mutual, I'd, I'd say a mutual respect between, I mean, we knew who each other were and what we were doing and, you know, and I, you know, cheering you on from afar and, you know, just because like, I, I can understand, you know, the work and, uh, the time it takes to to get to to do what you're doing and so I, I really uh, appreciate you you know taking this time and you know and I, like I said I'm rooting for you because you know every every time I see you you know you're like I you're posting about your next shows or you know this or that I know it's it's because of all the hard work that you've you've been putting in and the time and effort is you know like we said as well it's you're not just waking up and it's not go to work from eight to five it's you know you're you're out there from you know it could be you know you're grinding on the road you're you know booking your own shows so yeah so I guess so one last question I wanted to ask is like what's some like any advice or any like tips tricks or you know anything that you could share with with our audience that you know maybe looking to get into something you know, they're passionate about whether it's a podcast or country music, like what's some advice you would share to, to help them get started and to get things rolling? For sure. Yeah. And for sure. Like, I just want to say thank you for having me on, man. I appreciate, you know, being considered a cultural icon and, and, you know, being in the, in the stages of your podcast here and I'm wishing you all the best with everything as well, man. I love, love what you're doing. And, and again, appreciate you having me on and being a part of it. Um, I would say that, probably the biggest piece of advice that I've had that I've learned, you know, myself is just to be patient and persistent. I mean, you know, constantly it's, it's not going to happen overnight. Whatever you're doing is not going to happen overnight. And I think that, you know, timing is everything and and being self-aware of, you know, what's working and what's not working is important, but in terms of just being consistent with, with posting content or with, you know, trying to to say book shows or you know write music like stay consistent and 
you know, if you're consistent 100% of the time and 10% of your work is going to come out, you know, the way you want it to, that's just the way, that's the way it goes. The more you put in, the more you're going to get out. And I think that um, the biggest thing that I've always kind of gone with in terms of, of, you know, looking at the big picture of things is that attitude and ambition are two things that you can control in your life. And it, they, they're absolutely free. They're free to everybody and they can make probably the biggest difference in your life with no matter what you're doing, whether it's a job you're working at, whether it's you wanting to start your own company, you know, become a musician like I'm trying to do, you know, do your own podcast, whatever it is, start your own clothing brand, attitude and ambition with everything that you look at in life. And I think that'll uh, that'll get you to where you want to go or at least, you know, get you on the right path to get there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, like I said, man, I, I really appreciate this and I'll make sure to, uh, you know, share out, you know, any links or anything that you have going that, you know, your, your fans or any, anyone interested in, you know, country music or even just, you know, artists in general, you know, so that they can sure. learn, learn more about you and what you're doing. So, so thank you, man. I, I know I took a little, little bit of your time, but I appreciate you, you know, sharing all this with, with the audience and, I wish you the best of luck moving forward. Absolutely, man. Again, thanks for having me on and thanks everybody for listening. And, and I'm looking forward to hearing, uh, hearing the podcast come out and the, and the future episodes that you got coming out as well. Awesome. We'll take care brother and safe travels to, to your next shows and we'll, we'll talk soon. All right. Sounds good, buddy. I appreciate yep. it. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the Culture Icon Podcast with our guest, Anderson Daniels. We hope you took away some valuable insight into his life and journey as a rising country music artist. If you like this episode, make sure to share with a friend, download, subscribe, rate and review so you never miss an episode and so we can continue to improve the quality of content we are producing. We will continue our best to provide you with meaningful and fulfilling content each and every episode. Thank you again, everyone. And remember to continue encouraging empowerment every day and everywhere you go.